<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> Numbers chapter 7. This is a pretty long reading today. It's 89 verses. Amen. Hallelujah. And it came to pass on the day that Moses had fully set up the tabernacle and had anointed it and sanctified it and all the instruments thereof, both the altar and all the vessels thereof, and had anointed them and sanctified them. Then the princes of Israel, heads of the house of their fathers, who were the princes of the tribes and were over them, that were numbered, offered. And they brought their offering before the Lord, six covered wagons and twelve oxen, a wagon for two of the princes and for each one an ox. And they brought them before the tabernacle. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take it of them, that they may be to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, and that thou and, I, and thou shalt give them unto the Levites, to every man according to his service. And Moses took the wagons and the oxen and gave them unto the Levites. Two wagons and four oxen he gave unto the sons of Gershon according to their service. And four wagons and eight oxen he gave unto the sons of Mirah, according to their service, under the hand of Idamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But unto the sons of Korath he gave none, because the service of the sanctuary belongeth unto them, was that they should bear upon their shoulders. And the princes offered for dedication of the altar and the day that it was anointed, even the princes offered their offerings before the altar. And the Lord said unto Moses, They shall offer their offerings, every prince on his day, for the dedicating of the altar. And he that offered his offering the first day was Nashon, the sons of Amenadad of the tribe of Judah. And his offering was one silver charger, the weight thereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them was full of fine flour mingled with oil and meat for a meat offering. One spoon of ten shekels of gold full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for sin offerings, and for the sacrifice of peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Nashon, the son of Amenadad. On the second day, Nethiel, the son of Zurah, prince of Eskar, did offer. He offered for his offering one silver charger. The weight that whereof was the hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, 
both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One spoon of gold of ten shekels full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice, a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Nathiel, the son of Zurah. On the third day, Eliab, the son of Helon, prince of the children of Zebulun, did offer. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of silver, 70 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shackles full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sac- sacrifice, a peace offering. Two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Eliab, the son of Helon. On the fourth day, Eleazar, the son of Shedorah. Prince of the children of Reuben did offer. His offering was one silver charger of the weight of a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Eliezer, Eliezer the son of Shedderur. On the fifth day, Shelem Mael, the son of Zeru Shaddai, prince of the children of Simeon, did offer. His offering was one silver charger. The weight thereof was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of 10 shekels full of, fine, of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice a peace offering, Two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Shiululamiel, the son of Shemurai Shaddai. On the sixth day, Eliasaf, the son of Duel, prince of the children of Gad, offered. His offering was one silver charger of the weight of 130 shekels, a silver bowl of 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shackles full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice, a peace offering. Two oxen, five rams, five he goats, four la- five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Eliasaph, the son of Duel. On the seventh day, Elisamon, the son of Amihud, the prince of the children of Ephraim, offered. This offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof 
was 130 shackles of shackles, one silver bowl of 70 shackles after the shackle of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of 10 shackles full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Elishema, the son of Aminahud. On the eighth day offered Gamaliel, the son of Panazur, prince of the children of Manasseh. His offering was one silver charger of the weight of 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels after the shackle of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Pidelzur. On the ninth day, Abinadad, the son of Gideon, prince of the children of Benjamin, offered. His offering was one silver charger. The weight whereof was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One golden spoon of 10 shekels full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb for the first year of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for the sin offering and for a sacrifice, a peace offering to oxen. Five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Amenadan, the sons of Gideonai. On the tenth day, Ahilezer, the son of Amenishadai, prince of the children of Dan, offered. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shackles full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, and one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice, a peace offering unto offering. Two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Ahizazar, the son of Amini Shaddai. On the eleventh day, Pegiel, the son of Akran, prince of the children of Asher, offered. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, after the shackle of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense. One young bullock. One ram. One lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice, a peace offering. Two oxen. Five rams. Five he goats. Five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Pegiel, the son of Ekron. 
On the twelfth day, Ahura, the son of Enoch, prince of the children of Naphtali, offered. His offering was one silver charger. The weight whereof was 130 shackles, one silver bowl of 70 shackles after the shackles of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mingled with oil for meat offering, one golden spoon of 10 shackles full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Ahara, the son of Enan. This was the dedication of the altar in the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel, twelve chargers of silver, twelve silver bowls, twelve spoons of gold, each charger of silver weighing a hundred and thirty shackles, Every Each bowl, 70, all the silver vessels weighed 2,400 shackles after the shackle of the sanctuary. The golden spoons was 12, full of, full, full of incense, weighing 10 shackles apiece after the shackle of the sanctuary. All the gold of the spoons was of 120 shackles. All the oxen for the burnt offering was 12 bullocks. The rams twelve, the lambs of the first year twelve, with the meat offering. The kids of goats for sin offerings twelve. And all the oxen for the sacrifice of the peace offering were twenty and four bullocks, and rams sixty, and he goats sixty, the lambs of the first year sixty. This was the dedication of the altar after that it was anointed. And when Moses was gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with them, then he heard the voice of of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of testimony from between the two cherubims, and he spake unto him. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, the same. The same. Amen. Father, we thank you again today, God, for your goodness and for your mercy, for your kindness and your love, God, for all that you do for us. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O God, I pray. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge and understanding, Lord, that we will have clear knowledge of you when this day is over. We will praise you and glorify you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated. Amen. The same. Amen. If you notice, of all the 12 tribes, as the Bible tells us there at the end, that they all brought the same thing. Every one of them, there was not one, you could do this or the other one could do that. They all had the same. And what we find as we study scripture and as we search through the scripture, you will find that anytime God is building anything and anytime God is commanding to do something, it's always going to be the same. Amen. God is not unequal. What he requires of one, he usually requires of the other. Amen. What we find as the Lord told Moses, amen, as we see that he told him to see that you do all things according to the pattern showed you in the mount. Uh, God has a pattern that he has already established. Uh, this is why I believe he told Peter, what's the 
whatsoever things you loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. And whatsoever things you bound upon earth will be bound in heaven. Amen. Jesus says when we pray, we shall pray, Thy will be done as in heaven, as also in the earth. Because things are already established. God already knows what He desires to do. And so when God gives us the plan and He gives us the direction, He's expecting all of us to do the same. So we've got to keep the same. Amen. When He gave Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven, it was a pattern. Amen. And this is why God told them that repentance uh, and remission of sins must be preached in all nations, beginning at Jerusalem in his name. Amen. The keys that Peter would receive would be to teach repentance. It would be to preach water baptism. It would be to preach the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and wheresoever Peter would go, these would be the keys that he would use to unlock, uh, as Jesus said, I give to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And when Peter, amen, began to preach on the day of Pentecost, we see that the scripture says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Now dwelling at Jerusalem was Jews, uh, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So Peter first unlocked this truth uh, to the Jews. Uh, That's where they are. They're in Jerusalem. Devout men of every nation under heaven. Amen. We begin to see that Peter unlocks the door to the Jews on the day of Pentecost. Later in Acts 10, he would unlock the door to the Gentiles in Acts chapter number 10. The same keys that Peter used to unlock it to the Jews, he used the same keys to unlock it to the Gentiles. The same keys that Peter used for the Jews and the Gentiles, it is the same keys that is being used for us that brought us into this precious is true. Repent uh, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. and you shall receive the gift uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, for the promise is to you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. It's the same from generation to generation. It will not change. It will always be the same. I don't care how the world goes. I don't care who's the president. I don't care who the pastor is. It's got to be the same. It's not one salvation for the Baptists and one for the Methodists and one for the Pentecostals and one for the Assemblies of God. It's all the same. It's got to be the same. Praise God. They all brought the same. Amen. Notice what they brought. Amen. And the Lord said to Moses, they shall offer their offerings, each prince, on his first day. You notice who brought first. Amen. When God set up the tribes, Judah was on the right 
of the east of the gate. That's why the Bible says, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Praise must always precede anything that you want to do for God. I don't care how much you want to give. You are giving it as a praise unto God. Amen. We are to offer to him the sacrifices of praise continually with the fruits of our lips giving thanks unto his name. The Lord says in Malachi 1.11, from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and every place incense shall be offered. It is in my name a pure offering. Amen. Notice, a pure offering of my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. So from the rising of the sun until it goes down, you have to keep it the same. Praise unto God. And you notice that every tribe brought the same thing here. They brought a silver charger. They brought, amen, a weight. They brought a silver bowl. They brought a spoon of, of shackles of gold. They brought one bullock. They brought one ram. They brought one lamb. Amen. All these offerings that they brought, it, it tribulates and comes into play when you go back and you're studying the book of Leviticus and you see that God instituted certain offerings. They had a meat offering or meal offering. They had a burnt offering. They had a sin offering. They had a trespass offering. They had a, a peace offering. All these offerings that God had already put in place, he had already told them what would be required. And that's why they all brought the same thing. Amen. And as a result, it was a type and shadow of Jesus Christ, who he would be and what he would do. When you get to the New Testament you realize that Jesus fulfilled all the offerings uh, that was already instituted in the Old Testament. That's why you and I today, we don't have to bring all these things uh, anymore. He fulfilled all those things. Uh, so in him, we live, we move, we have our being. Amen. It has been completed and, and satisfied in Jesus Christ. Uh, it is the same now. Amen. We must come. Jude says we had a common salvation. They all had the same thing. And you and I must all have the same thing. Amen. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus in the fourth chapter. He said there's one body. And one spirit, even though you are calling one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all, who's above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of God. Notice it's only one. Hallelujah. It's only one. Jesus Christ. Amen. Is God manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit. Seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. There's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. One God, one Father of all, who's above all and through all and in you all. He's the same yesterday, today, and 
forever. Amen. Paul goes on in Romans 12, 3, 5. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. For we as have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we be in many are one body in Christ, and every one member one of another. We are all one, amen, in Christ. Uh, amen. It's the same. The toe can't say, I don't need the ear, and the finger can't say, I don't need the feet. Uh, we all need each other. We are one in Christ. Uh, this is why Paul would tell the church of Galatia, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. Uh, there's neither Jew nor Greek. Uh, there's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ. Uh, and if you Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs according to the promise. They all brought the same. Amen. For their sins. Amen. Offering. That's why Paul would tell us, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable of God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. If Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, it's got to be the same. It's not going to be one way for me and one for you. Amen. He established the pattern. Repentance and remission of sins must be preached in my name amongst all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. That's why his repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It doesn't matter if you're red or brown, tall or skinny, fat or short. It doesn't matter. It's got to be the same for everybody in order to enter the gates. Amen. If not, God would not be equal and fair. Amen. He established one thing. He did not require, amen, for those offerings back in those days, for anybody to bring anything different. He laid it out from the beginning. He told Moses what they needed to do, and that's what they had to bring. If it was a sin offering, you had a certain thing you had to bring for the sin offering. If it was for a peace offering, you had a certain thing you had to bring for the peace offering. If it was a a meal offering, there was a certain thing you had to bring for the meal offering. You the study. When you're reading this year, let me encourage you. Those first five chapters of Leviticus, slow down and look at them, because that's where you're going to find the type of offerings that God is requesting to bring, and what they had to bring, and what they had to do, and how it would work. That's why when you get to the New Testament, and you see when the lepers said to Jesus, Lord, you can heal us, and Jesus says, I will. And what did he say next? Go show your to the priest and offer that which was commanded in the law. Amen. Because there were certain things that they had to take for in order for the priest to be able to forgive them of their sins and their wrongs. Uh, that he did not change it. He kept it the same. 
Amen. For while he was there, but one day the ceremony laws would become complete in him. It was all about him. That's why the Bible says in John 7, 37 through 39, in that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit, that they believe on him should receive. Why? Because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Holy Ghost was not yet given while Jesus was still upon the earth. He had to die. He had to rise again in order for the Holy Ghost to be given. That's why the apostles hadn't received the Holy Ghost. I don't care how many people tell you these people got the Holy Ghost in the Old Testament. No, it was not yet given. But on the day of Pentecost. Amen. I believe they felt the power of God. Don't get me wrong. Amen. Amen. But notice, it wasn't until the day of Pentecost when it was all poured out. And notice what Peter said. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And upon my servants and handmaidens will I pour out of that dead my spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs and the earth beneath blood, fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turning to darkness and the moon and to blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come and whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how shall they hear without a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent? Amen. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. They all had the same requirements. They all had the same thing to bring in order to have their sins remitted or to bring peace with God and peace with man. Amen. They all have the same thing and it has not changed today. If you want to have a relationship with God, you've got to bring yourself right uh, before him. Amen. To be accepted uh, by him. Cain, the reason I believe that God uh, did not accept Cain's offering and he accept Abel's, uh, if you you notice the Bible tells us there in Genesis 4 that Abel brought up the firstlings, uh, but Cain just brought up the fruit of the ground. Amen. I know that some think that because he didn't bring an animal sacrifice, uh, I believe personally is because he just brought up the ground. Amen. He didn't bring the first. He just grabbed up some taters and carrots and you know, probably had some bad ones in there. But Abel brought the first. And what did God say to him? If you do what is right, you'll be accepted. But if not, sin is right there at the door. Amen. So we need to bring the right things to God because all that typifies Jesus Christ. Amen. When that peace offering, Paul write in Ephesians 2, 14 through 18, the, <laughs> excuse me, 
Amen. He says here, the peace offering was to bring peace between God and man and to each other. Paul says, for he is our peace who have made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to making himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace unto you, which was afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. There's not four or five spirits that are going to get you to Jesus. Amen. There's one spirit, and that is his spirit. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Amen. And we have the keys to get into the kingdom of Almighty God. Amen. It was fulfilled in Jesus. The writer of Hebrews chapter 10 puts it this way. For the law had been a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifice which they offer year by year continue to make the comer of their unto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worship once purge uh, should have had no more conscience of sins. Uh, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it was not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And burnt offering and sacrifices for sins thou hast half no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God, above when he says sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sins, uh, thou wouldest not, neither have pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every high priest standing daily, ministering and offering, offering time the same sacrifice, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he have perfected for every them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. Uh, for after that he have said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their hearts uh, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and iniquities uh, will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin, having therefore, brethren, boldness uh, to enter into the holiness uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, by a new and living way, which he have consecrated for us, 
Jesus through the veil, that is to say his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the perfection of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good conscience, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exalting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willingly, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remain no more sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful looking for judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. Amen. Notice everything God fulfilled in Jesus Christ. The same. Praise God. Is all fulfilled. The same. Bring the same. Hallelujah. Notice what Peter says. Amen. The writers says, until he make his enemies his footstool. It was written in the book. Then said I, lo, is written in the book. Amen. Concerning me. Amen. What book? <laughs> Amen. The whole thing. <laughs> The Pentateuch. Amen. It was all about him. These offerings was all about him. I remember it was written in the book about me. Lo, oh God, he says here, I come in the volume of the book that's written about me to take away the sins of the whole world. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. No matter, amen, from the creation, God says his seed what proved the head of Satan. He had already put the plan in the place. All the offerings, amen, everything in the Pentateuch was all about Jesus Christ. The whole Old Testament was all about Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus says in Luke 24. And he started in the law of Moses and in the Psalms and the prophets, the things concerning himself. He explained it to him. It was all about him. Amen. From the beginning. And they understood. That's why when Jesus says repentance and remission of sins must be preached in my names amongst all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, they didn't have to worry about it if they was going and preach in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. They know it was all in the same one. They know it was all in Jesus. And so that's why Peter says, when they said, men and brethren, What shall we do? Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you, to your children, and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Praise God. Hallelujah. They had the same. He had just preached about Jesus. Amen. And so that's what it was all about. So when they said, what shall we do? Just told them, it's the same as we. That's why when you get to Acts 10, when he unlocks the door to the Gentiles, 
And then Peter gets called on the carpet in the 11th chapter. And when they goes back to Jerusalem, they say, you went to the house of Gentiles, don't you know? Peter says, what was I supposed to do? God sent me down there. And he says, and how was I to forbid them baptism, which had received the Holy Ghost the same way we did from the beginning? It was the same. Amen. That's why the Jews that went with Peter was confounded. Because they heard him speaking. They says, how we hear every man speak in our own tongue were when we was born. Amen. The new, the same. It's the same. Man, it's no different. That's why when it comes to tithing, it's the same. I don't care if you make one dollar or you make a billion. It's the same. You don't have to give more because you were a billionaire. And I only make a dollar. You don't. It's the same. Ten percent is ten percent. I don't care how you read it. You know, you're not giving more than I am. That's why I don't know everybody. These guys out there can't figure it out. You know, when it comes to taxes, just make one law and hold everybody to the same law. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what Ben Carson was trying to get him to see. He says, hey, if everybody tied, they'd be, they'd be paying the same. Amen. You are not pointing more. It's the same. Amen. Praise God. Do unto others the golden rule. That's why you got to do unto others. You know, it's for all of us. It's the same. The golden rule for the same. Amen. All of it. The burnt offering was a volunteer and offering because if you look what they had to give, amen, in that offering, the flour and the bread. Okay? Meal offering. You're going to communicate with God. Amen. It's the same. Amen. Praise God. Sin, repent. It's the same. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Amen. It's all the same. It's all the same. Amen. There's just one, 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 one way to God. There's just one, 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 one way to God. There's just one, 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 one way to God baptized in Jesus' name. I tell